actually, when I started to play pickleball, my first five tournaments, I had to turn in a paper entry. I had to actually write it on an entry form and mail it in and then call the tournament director and be like, hey, did you get my mail? He goes, well, the postman doesn't come till 4.30. I don't know if you're in the tournament or not. Okay, I got Altoff Merchant on the podcast. He is a uh, legend of the game. This is a pretty big deal because I don't think he's gone on any podcast. The other podcasts haven't been worthy of Altoff, but mine has. So, James, this is, I mean, this is the first time. This is the first time. You have no idea. I was like, when you called, when you texted me last night and said, I want you to be on a podcast, I didn't even know what to do. I was like, does my computer allow podcasts? <laughs> I had no idea. And then like all day long, I've been like troubleshooting. I did like five or six microphone tests, <laughs> did everything. I even got my, you know, Amsterdam cops to match my shirt. Cause I knew you're going to be wearing red and oh, yeah. showered, shaved, had two cups of coffee. I mean, I'm ready to go, baby. Let's do it. Let's this. go. Let's go. I've had two cups of coffee as well. So this should be, you know, so for the people who don't know, Altoff came out and played the Atlanta PPA with Austin Gridley. And he took out at least two premier players, four challenger players. I think he destroyed Travis and Julian. Sorry, sorry to Travis and Julian have to bring that up. But I mean, the guy is just, he made his presence felt. So I guess, first off, how did that tournament go for you? And, and walk us through that. Well, first off, James, when I get up in the morning, I make my presence felt, okay? Me <laughs> driving the car to the Colts. I make my presence felt. So you've been around me long enough to know, you know when Althoff's in the building. You know oh, yeah. when I'm in the house. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I got to tell you, um, it was, you were a big part of the motivation for the weekend because you've been texting me since Monday. I'm sitting here with Brandon Long and he's going to beat you guys one and one and <laughs> Matt Wright's going to bet $300 and you guys had all these butterfly spreads and all these kinds of weird things going on. And I go, listen, if I can get my man Gridley to have a good night's rest, be ready to go, have his famous Google shirt on, we're ready to rock, <laughs> you know? And I got to tell you, Gridley, uh, Austin, we played in Beer City last year, and we played incredible. We had a great tournament, but we had a really bad last match. And Austin has been bothering me for a year now. It took me like six months to even unblock him, okay? But he's been <laughs> bothering me for a year now, and he goes, Altaf, I promise you, I could do this. Give me one more chance. And I mean, Austin's amazing. He's a great guy, but he was fired up. Um, I was, the match that kind of escaped under the radar, you know, Sincola Long is a battle. We've played them so many times. I've played John so many times. Brandon's a street fighter, and I love these guys. But the match that was under the radar was Corpa and Dow. Yeah. And those guys were up like 14-8 on us. Oh, yeah. And the Gridler... He just tried to do this weird karate kid, you know, taking balls from his ankles, spinning stuff. Dow is looking at me like, what's happening? And I'm like, please don't call a timeout. Please don't call a timeout. Nobody shout. Don't wake up, Gridley. We won 16-14. And the only thing I did in that match at 15-14, I hit a put away. And I grunted. And if you saw that put away, you thought I won the match. But Gridley carried us. And I'm telling you right now, that was the match that we played awesome. Um Travis and Julian was a good match. They just lost to Matt and Riley. So I got to put that disclaimer out there. You play on center court, you come back down. They had a little bit of a letdown. And I just told Austin, I go, please be quiet. Don't say a single word at all. 
put them to sleep. They, they're going to have an emotional letdown. Let's make sure they get underground with their emotions. And after the match, I don't care if you scream, if you can, if they can hear you all the way to Chattanooga, I don't care, but don't say a word till the match is over. And Austin played that to a T. He was quiet, didn't say a word, but, but yeah, it, it was great. And I played some rec with you that weekend and uh, played some with your sister. What a fun weekend. Love the Atlanta PPA. Yeah, that was, that was impressive. You know, it's funny. I had Greg Dow on my podcast like a couple weeks ago and I asked him, I was like, what happened? Cause I heard they were up 14, eight and he told me he's like the Griddler got hot and I couldn't even conceptualize the Griddler getting, I didn't even know what he was saying, but I guess, I guess that's true. The Griddler's got hot three times in his life. Once against Greg Dow, last year, Beer City, first round. James, mm -hmm. not kidding. Ryler and Rafa against Griddler and Altha. It's a toss up <laughs> at best. We win like one and one. Oh my and I think, God. We, I think Rafa made like three bad calls to get two points. Okay. Wow. <laughs> one for a side island, or maybe he made four bad calls. I don't know. But it was like one and one. And Rafa was like looking at me like, what's Griddler doing? And then, of course, you know, when he took down Ben and Colin Johns, I mean, Griddler's had three amazing matches. I had no idea. It. Yeah, somebody had told me that like a month ago that he beat Ben and Colin. And I just didn't. I thought that was a joke. But no, oof. not only did he beat Ben and Colin, not only did he beat Ben and Colin, that's one thing. You know, Philip Lockley beat Ben and Colin. Philip yeah. Lockley won the match. It was very quiet. I saw him the next week. He's like, Altaf, how's it going? You want to play some rec? Griddler beats Ben and Colin and then makes a video on how to beat Ben and Colin. <laughs> I mean, that's a Griddler. That's hilarious. So we got to ask, because you are a legend of the game. You've been around for a long time. And how did you get started playing pickleball? Like, how did that, did you start with tournaments or like, were you just playing around at first? How did that go? James, when I started to play pickleball, I was talking about this this morning with Ashley. I was going on a run. My first five tournaments, I had to turn in a paper entry. I had to actually write it on an entry form and mail it in and then call the tournament director and be like, hey, did you get my mail? He goes, well, the postman doesn't come to 4.30. I don't know if you're in the tournament or not. <laughs> and it was like 40 bucks to enter. But um, I actually started playing in 2017, the local gym in Owensboro. There was a bunch of people playing pickleball and I showed up and I started to play and I'm like, man, this is awesome. And just like everybody, I mean, there's so many, there's millions of stories about pickleball first love, right? It was like love at first sight. It wasn't like I'm going to come back, loved it. I didn't know anything about the rules. I was a lot better. Like Anna Bright would have wanted to play with me at that time because I was stepping <laughs> in the kitchen. I was volleying. I was, my lateral was so good. It was 2017. I mean, <laughs> back in the 42 day. 42-year-old I mean, come back on. Back in your prime. Right? Yeah. Totally. And so I was, I, I loved it right away. And, um, the, about a week after I started to play, this dude showed up at this open play and he goes, man, if you really want to play, you got to go to Evansville, Indiana, which is like 45 minutes from home. So I show up there, meet this guy called Brian Pointer, who became my doubles partner. He actually won the national seniors with Dave. And Brian says to me, if you really want to play pickleball, we got to go to Indianapolis because there's a guy called Rick Witzkin. Oh, okay. <laughs> who, plays, who plays, this is a kicker, who plays with the ball called the Dura ball. <laughs> And oh, we're wow. playing with these big junk balls. And I go, whoa, <laughs> I'm playing with the Dura. So we go up there and I'm just, I can't wait to see this ball. And I'm like, wonder what's going to happen with this ball. And <laughs> when we got done playing, Whitskin's like, dude, you can play. Um, and then uh, about a few months later, I played my first tournament. And just like everybody in the Midwest, I met the Godfather, 
Dave Weinbach. Dave Weinbach. <laughs> who I've beaten twice this year. Twice Weinbach. I saw that. I watched that in Atlanta. But, yeah. And Weinbach, you know, Zane, Sincola, you know, we all were starting at the same time. And he and we'd all go to Madison. There was not a lot of tournaments. And we'd spend all weekend. We'd eat Indian food and play eight hours of pickleball. And that's 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 Sounds where my, I, I got my love for pickleball. And that's you, where all those guys tried to eat Indian food. Oh, yeah. Well, it's for people who don't know, actually, me and Altoff go way back, sort of. So I was a student at Vandy and I had like nobody to play with, like some local, you know, we might have had Tursky come over or something. Who knows? Right. Except for Dave. We had, or Davis, my friend. Davis. Yeah. He's we got had, a picture, by the way. Davis Instagram. He's got one picture, him in Paris talk. Winning a tournament. <laughs> that's it. He yeah. anything else. He's got a picture with Paristot. I'm like, I want a picture with Paristot. <laughs> yeah. So that's his claim to fame, I guess. We've got, so basically it was, I had nobody there and somebody told me at the time, cause I didn't know how to play doubles. I had no real concept of the pro game. They said, there's this guy, Altoff Merchant who lives in Kentucky and he will destroy you. That's what I, that was the first thing they said to me. I was like, okay. I mean, I don't know anything about pickleball. He probably will. And uh, they were right. Because when you first came, I couldn't really dink. You were, you know, any dink I hit now, Altoff is to credit for that. He taught me how to dink. He taught me everything I know, basically. Well, so. you went from hitting the dink to me up here for a put away to up here and like bagging me the whole time. But <laughs> I still remember, James, the first time I heard about you, well, you were playing a singles at, at one of the APPs, but I was giving Anna a ride to the airport after Battle of the Sexes. And she was telling me about oh, my boyfriend and James and all this stuff. And then you come up to me at MLP Austin and be like, man, you can play. Like, I thought you're some old dude. That was the first <laughs> thing you ever told me. And I was like, I will destroy that kid. You know, <laughs> I will destroy him. And I was so, when, when I remember the first time I played you in Nashville, I left there and I was driving back. I called Sincola and I said, I gotta tell you, I might have found the next triple crown champion in pickleball. I said, I just saw a guy that can do stuff around his waist, speed up stuff. I said, you don't know how to dink as yet, but I could have found the next triple crown champion because at that time you were still a singles player. Oh yeah. Big time. Oh, yeah. You were a big oh, yeah. time singles player. Yeah. But I had no idea. Fun days. Those were fun, fun days. I mean, that, that three month period of drilling like every, every week and you playing tournaments and coming back and it was awesome. By the third time we played, uh, skinny singles you were you were beating me <laughs> yeah hardly well it's funny so I had this friend Davis who um basically he was staying living on my floor he had nothing to do he just wanted to play pickleball and he met Altoff and he was just enamored with how Altoff was just at first like just dominating me slicing the dinks basically Dave told me after that day he was like I just want to be like Altoff. I think that's how good I can be. That's my ceiling because Dave's a lefty around Altoff size. And since then, Dave's been watching you like any match you play. He's like, yo, did you see You see Altoff did this and that? And like, you know, so he's probably your biggest fan to Dave. Yeah, there's really every Altoff match. There's three things that always happen. There's a hip thrust. There's Davis watching. And there's my mom watching. Those are the three things every match. You know, the rest, I don't know. But those three things are always there in every all tough match. Since those are the guarantees. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I first, so base, so for that uh, June MLP in 2022, what you were talking about in Austin, yep. I was just a singles player. I had no idea how to play doubles. And I was just there to watch Anna. 
And I think the first or second thing that I saw there was I show up, you're playing with Dylan Frazier and I see you and I'm like, okay, this guy is like middle, he's probably three times my age almost. Like, what am I doing here? What is this sport? And somebody speeds the ball up at you and you just countered it right down for a winner. And you stared at him with like such an intense look. I'm looking, I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? This guy's focused. <laughs> so that was my vivid memory from that. Yeah, I still, I also never forget. I came off the court and you go, I thought you were some like old dude, like Anna was talking about. <laughs> you can play pickleball. I was like, wow. I was shocked. So speaking of MLP, we got to talk about this because the draft is in two days and yep. you're somebody who's on the bubble. You've been playing really well recently. What do you think? Um, everybody knows that your men's doubles game is going to be probably top 10 in terms of challenger. I mean, that's, a given but for the people who say maybe all tops mixed to singles they don't know about you in the dream breakers in in austin so maybe you should educate the the people on that well well, well, well you, here's the deal um you know i i think mlp is a very very unique format right and, as you know and what i bring to the table there is no duper there's no way to, to quantify that, right? It's an intangible mm -hmm. that you can't, but you, anybody that's played against me knows that I'm gonna bring the intensity and the energy, but the people that have been around me know off court the relationship I have with, with my fellow competitors, right? And it's a cool relationship. I mean, you've seen you and you know the relationship we have, the relationship I, the friendship I have with Matt, you know, Dylan, Fed. I mean, after that US Open finals, when I won the men's seniors, Every single one of these guys is on a group text texting because I have that yeah. relationship and friendship. So I think that brings a team together. And I think I have the ability 100%. to get a team together that intangible to fire them up. And I have a heck of a lot of experience and strategy. Um, James in rally scoring is pretty simple. Being a left-hander in singles is a big deal because we're going, let's say right side to right side and you serve to me. My natural return is going deep to the corner in your backhand. So you're going to hit a running backhand pass. Now, challenger level, guys hitting one-handed running backhand passes, I like my chances. I'm not saying I'm winning every point, but I think I'm going to win 80%. So that's 1-0. In a regular match, it's still 0-0, zero, zero, and I'm serving there on the right side. And the dude can go back to my backhand, and we're right where we started. And then after 10 points, I get worn out, and you win 11-3, you 11-0. Know, but in rally scoring, I'm up 1-0. Now I'm hooking my serve left side to your backhand. Mm -hmm. You're gonna hit a backhand return coming in with me, sitting dead dead on with a forehand passing shot. I got three, four different spots. So I think in, in I played enough rally scoring points that a lot of the times I feel like two and a half to three points I can get. And that's what happened the last dream breaker. You know, uh, I mean, I was playing Michelle Escuel and I there was a time where we were down like 11-9 and I won four straight points to go 13, mm -hmm. 11. And that changed the momentum there. You know, mixed doubles, um, the, the biggest change in my game, um, you know, physically has been last year, last six months of the year, I took some time off. I only played like Hilton Head in Vegas and I really healed because, you know, when you're playing all the time, you constantly have little nicks and pains and little things, right? And those six months, I healed my body I got back to my old tennis workouts, a lot of jump roping, a lot of footwork drills, and that showed up the U.S. Open mixed doubles. I mean, I won the U.S. Open mixed doubles 
-hmm. and I was moving really well. Um, but most importantly, the paddle, like I was not getting any stronger. I could get a little bit sharper, but I'm not getting any stronger. But going from the Evoke Premier to the Raw Carbon, that gave me, I mean, that gave me that additional pop. And I played the Kyle Morris this weekend, and it takes me about 11.9 shots to put away the cover motors, you yeah. know, 11.9 <laughs> put away. I was at like 9.3, 8.7. I, mean, I was like, dude, well, you take that away. That's like four, four less shots to put away the cover motors on one point. Hello, mm -hmm. you know, MLP match. That's 80 less balls that I hit. I'm fresh as can be, baby. Oh, yeah. And the other thing, too, that's like an underrated aspect of this. Well, there's two things. So for somebody like you, you know so much about the game. You've been playing for so long. And like for a premier team, that's one thing. But for a challenger team, that's a bigger deal because the challenger players are a little less experienced. They're maybe not so sure of, of what the right shot is or how to go about things. But you know, and that's kind of like having a second coach in a lot of ways. And I think that's valuable. Yeah, I think on, on, on if I was playing premier, I would play men's doubles and then check out get a sub to sub in. I say, hey, Fed, I want you to sub in for me and I'm going to be your coach. You know, Th that's it. I put on some flip-flops and coach the guys, okay, and motivate them. But uh, in the challenger, I truly believe I can win every men's doubles match. I, 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 I really me believe too. I can. And I feel like I can do enough to get a team. Um, and, you know, you've been around me where we've drilled and stuff. And our drills have not been like, hey, let's just do some dinks. I mean, we've been pretty strategic in some of the stuff that we've done and if i'm part of a team that's willing to work and say hey let's pick a weekend let's get together and let's work on stuff hey i, I i'll be in, and i'm this is the most amped i've been for mlp last year austin i felt like i did great we were undefeated um, and then we had a, we were 16 15 with rafa and uh, zane up one zero and in men's doubles and rafa got hot he won a bunch of hands battles and they won that won that match uh, and then I got dropped uh, for Pablo. And I mean, heck, I dropped me for Pablo too. I mean, Pablo is great, okay? I dropped me for Pablo anytime. So I was totally fine with that. I thought somebody else would pick me up. And then when I didn't get picked up by somebody, it just, you know, it, it really was mentally, I was like, well, everybody said, oh, Pop, you're going to be playing seniors, give the young guys a chance. And so I really felt like my time was gone. And then this time around after Atlanta and playing rec with a lot of the regular men's pros, I'm like, sorry, it's still my time. I mean, it's my time in the challenger, not premier. And I can help out any challenger team. End of story. For sure. And one other thing too, that's really important. I think in mixed, especially with challenger women is just having a good chemistry with the partner, because a lot of the challenger women, like if it's a third round challenger girl, fourth round challenger girl, who's only been playing for six months, Maybe she's not so confident in her game. She needs a partner who's who's nice and who is like going to be a good partner. And you definitely I mean, nice, will. Be. Good looking, smells good. <laughs> After yeah. the match, guaranteed Indian food. I mean, come on, what do you want? Right? Yeah. What, but, what more you could know, you ask for? What, what can you ask for? But but James, here's the um, you bring up a really good point. And um, th this past three weeks, I've been hitting every day for two and a half hours with Allison Harris. Mm -hmm. And she, she national gal. Mm -hmm. Her dad, by the way, lives in 505 Broadway, where we, where we used to practice. Oh, okay, nice. Allison literally say, said to me, hey, listen, I heard you on the area, can I train with you? And I'm like, sure. She drives four hours round trip 
every other day, leaves at 4.30 in the morning, declaring at 6.30 to drill with me for two hours before I get to work, okay? And, um, you know, the same thing with Rachel out of Indianapolis, Rohrbacher. I mean, all these gals in this area, we've been really fortunate. Mari Humberg, there's just a bunch of girls in this area that are coming out to train and drill. And so I feel like that second girl pick on the challenger level, I know, you know, really well. And, and I feel like I can, you know, I can mentor, mentor them, be a teammate, and then, and then like, like you, James, just watch them graduate to the Premier League. <laughs> so one thing also that we got to cover is I had a mild hip problem. I'm already starting to recover from it and I'm recovering fast. And what that means is for people who don't know, I'm going to be playing Beer City and my men's doubles partner is right in front of you. So I just want to, yeah, we got to apologize to our future, you know, whoever else has signed up for men's doubles in beer city. This is a preemptive apology because it's going to be tough for him. It's going to be, for, I promise you, it's going to be tough. It's going to be loud. They're going <laughs> to hear stuff that they've never heard before. And I mean, it's just going to be great. I really want to play like Dylan and JW because I think Dylan and JW will probably call a timeout and just start laughing. Because I think those two guys <laughs> will do that. And, you know, Dylan and I have this thing going on on how who's going to get on the podium more times this year. And, and then I have to, like, give him extra points because he's playing regular pro and all this stuff just to keep it close, you know, because I'm, like, mm -hmm. dominating, right? And so, but, no, James, this is going to be awesome. Um, there, there was a list of players that I last – and, by the way, I'm, I'm going to go back to MLP because I know the draft is in two days. The one thing that people did not – Everybody knows me as being Zane's partner, right? Zane and I did really well together for a couple of years. But last year, I got on the podium like five times with five different guys. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, Zane was trying out different partners. And so I was playing with Farius. I was playing with, you know, Austin Gridley. I played with Sincola. I played with Rick Witzkin. So I got on the podium five times with five different guys. And that, to me, is an MLP player. Exactly. Because an MLP, you don't, you know, you don't pick your partner and commit for the whole year and then grow together. You got one weekend to get it together. And, and yeah. so I think that's very huge when it comes to MLP. Yeah, for sure. Being flexible, being malleable, playing with different people. I mean, how hard could it possibly be playing with Altoff? He doesn't miss it. I don't think I've ever seen you miss a dink. Guaranteed Indian food after. It's like the best deal you could possibly have. I mean, it's, 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 it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for Beer City because it's, it's going to oh, be yeah. a long week for me. And I got my beer city week is bookended between Coop and James. I'm playing the the the, the money ball with Coop, and then I got you know Badger, I don't know, I'm, I'm, you know Eva, some you know some senior matches in between, and then I got you. <laughs> and this is it. Like I mean, I know like Thursday night and Friday after making mixed doubles, I'm gonna be like, man, I'm tired. Saturday morning when I wake up, James. <laughs> 430, you want to start getting text messages from me. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So also for your pro tournaments uh, for the remainder of this year, um, maybe just give us a look at who your partners are, what your schedule looks like in, in men's and mixed. So in, um, well, yours, um, I, I'm playing, uh, well, I'm like senior pro, right? Yeah. I, got, I got a few senior pros. So I got, uh, you know, Dane, coming up for a couple. I got the Badger, of course, for Beer City. I got Dane for the LAPPA for TOC. Um, I got Mercha for the St. Louis APP. One okay. day only, just playing one day. <laughs> um, 
And then, of course, the split age at the at nationals. I have you know yours truly oh, yeah. and uh, James and Anna. I mean, that's it. That's that's the yeah that's mixed mixed right with there. Anna. Yeah, mixed with Anna and 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 um, on the men's side, um, I have kind of a few feelers out there. There's about four or five guys that I'm talking to, and with the kind of the recent shakeup in 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 men's pickleball world, um, I'm just kind of waiting around for somebody. My my biggest thing is, as you know. I have a full-time job. I'm a you know senior portfolio manager, a dad with three kids. And so I've got to have a partner that I know that we can get into the main draw because I just can't yeah. get there on a Monday to qualify. But, uh, you know, I've talked to Brendan Long, Johnson Cola, uh, Big H is on Let's that list go. of guys that I want to play with. And so nice. um, I might he's end up stud. playing one with him too. Yeah, he's a beast, dude. He was, I mean, me and him won eight straight men's matches at MLP. Eight straight. Yeah, the thing that the 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 part that really impressed me, and that's where I got that triple crown statement from a year ago, was you were playing right side. A little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, "What's the guy doing with the wife?" I was playing the left with Hayden. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're awake. I was playing the left. I'm not playing just the right sure with Hayden. <laughs> I'm awake, James. I, you were just nodding your head. I just want to make sure you're awake. That's not. Oh, that's, I'm with you. Well, you know, it's right. funny. Cause we did play some rec with me on the right. So I was wondering if you saw that and it didn't go well. It didn't go well. No, at all. <laughs> no you were, you guys went eight straight and you were totally, um, he's, you know, it was funny because uh, over time they say like, you know, partners start to kind of imitate each other and do stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. was doing the, doing the, the James <laughs> bounce and he's out here. And, and yes, no, it was, it was really, really fun to watch. I got to tell you the one part that, um, I was really impressed was um, Andre playing singles with you. That was, yeah. that, that those first four points, you, you're, when you walked off there, you had that look in your eyes like, oh, wow, this next time around, we better be close because this guy is, is, is on know. fire right now. I thought it was going to be easy, but he could play. He could play singles. But thankfully, yeah. my team carried me, honestly. I got a little carried in that singles. No, you know, and that's the cool thing about, um, you know, where I always – look back and say, you know, where's pickleball come and where, you know, where have I, what's happened to my, my journey in pickleball. And, you know, over the past six, seven months, I've really become a fan of pickleball before Me too. I was like, okay, whatever. Tell me who won the storm and okay, you know, fine. But now it was cool. Like I was really into, I mean, JW and his, I mean, playing against you guys in singles and him getting animated with oh. Matt at the back. I mean, it was fun. I was an, I was a fan and that's that's oh, yeah. what I, I I love about where the sport is today is there's a lot of changes and a lot of growth but come on this crop of players Fed Pablo JW James Dylan you know Zane feels like an old guy out there you know and yeah. and you know Matt Matt and Andre playing out there you you got to be a fan and of course please if I get started on the women I this podcast is going for 2 hours there's so many <laughs> exciting gals out there and the way they're playing it's it's awesome Mm -hmm. so it's hard not to be a fan of the game today it is yeah well let me ask you one more important question because i feel like you'd be a good person to answer this there's a lot of talk of the first round so last first round there were seven women and five men and now there are some owners saying that this next first round could be like eight men four women nine men three women what do you think is like the the best layout do you think you should go for like a top woman in the first round should you go for a top male in the first round like should it be even what do you think makes more sense man i got 
I mean, you're you're uh, talking to a guy that's uh, I I'm not a student of the draft. Um, mm. I just know that there's. I mean, when when it comes to MLP, right? Guys like Julian Arnold, Thomas Wilson, you know, Rafa, some of these guys start to become, you know, much harder commodities uh, than others. But I still truly believe that it's really important to have a, you know, two very solid girls. So I would be, Me too. I'd be more inclined to, to picking the women because, and it's not nothing to do with the depth of the game or any of that stuff. I just feel like it's kind of cool to be up one zero than being down zero one. Yeah. That's a good way to that's, start. That's, yeah. that's the way I look at it. Right. I rather have like, I'd rather go up one zero than be down zero one. And so I, I'd love to have, you know, two strong women up there first. And there's so that, a lot yeah. of solid guys. And then the other thing is, um, you know, once this, the rally scoring is so, um, so unique, like I told you about in, in singles, you know, that it's, it's very tough to pick on one or the other. It doesn't, it doesn't really happen as much. I mean, you played MLP, you didn't really feel like they just, you in, sometimes you could be playing actual, you know, pro tournament and you might be standing there for like 20 balls because it's just a cross court dig. That doesn't happen a lot in MLP. MLP, there's a lot of all four players getting involved, you know, but yeah. I'd rather go up one zero. So definitely I'll pick two women. <laughs> well, this brings me to my final question because I was talking uh -oh. to Anna about this and we were like, who isn't a GM or isn't a coach of an MLP team who probably would be the best at it? And one of the first people that came up was you. You would be a beast of a GM or a coach. Were you even, are you considering that in the future? Is that a possibility? Absolutely. I, I'm absolutely 100% considering that. I um, was asked to be a coach by two or three teams last year. And maybe it's my ego. Because right here, James, right here, I think there's only three guys in the world that are better than me. Okay, oh, right yeah. here. And, <laughs> otherwise, everybody else, they're broke. I can beat them. You know, the rest of the bracket, go tie your shoelaces, come ready to play with me, okay? But here, there's only three guys better than me. So, um, but- Who are those I, guys? I gotta know who those guys are. Dave Gingrich? Oh, that's gonna open a whole other can of worms. Open, yeah, so, um, but, um, so, you know, and by the way, JW's not one of them. Uh, JW- Oh, no way. Has, ask Dylan, heads up JW, no problem. He knows it too. He can't <laughs> handle the curry. JW is like mouth off. He can't handle the curry. Okay. So, uh, but bottom line is absolutely. I would, you know, this, that, this MLB draft is really big for me because this is like my chance to say, I'm going to play MLP. This year I had one goal. I told everybody, if I lose every match all year, but I win the U.S. Open, it's been a great year. Okay. I wanted to win the U.S. Open. That form is near and dear to my heart. And as the years progressed, I want to play MLP one more time. And then next year, I want to be involved in GM coaching. And I really like where I am right now with pickleball. I like the fact that these younger players are coming to me and saying, you know, what can I do to get better? And, you know, I work with them and then they take off. And it, it's a cool feeling. Yeah. I think you'd be amazing at it because the most important thing for me, at least when I've looked at like GMs of my teams or coaches of my teams, the number one thing is just that I like them. Being likable is really important, and that's not going to be a problem for you. So, yeah. You know, off the court, 
on the court, very few people like me. Right? <laughs> Across you know, the off net. The court, off the court, you know, it's awesome. And uh, yeah. it's like last year, I still remember, you know, we went out and played like nine, 10 games in Owensboro and then went out to the country club and chatted and had dinner. And, you know, we talked about partners and talked about everything. And, 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 and that's it. I, I, I really, really feel like I can make a positive impact to a team, but to really help some of these younger guys. Because, man, James, I got to tell you, you're living the dream right now. You, Anna, all you guys. I mean, you got to yeah. enjoy this. It's true. Enjoy this journey. Enjoy every minute of it because it is incredible how special it is. I mean, I tried to be on the tennis tour. I did it for two and a half years. Made like $14. Had my expenses paid for. But man, it was it was very tough. And this pickleball world is is awesome. You guys are in a very special place. Enjoy it. We're lucky. All right. Well, thank you for coming on, Altoff. It's been great. And most importantly, good luck on Wednesday. That's the hey, draft. Good luck. Thank you. And, um, you know, I guarantee you after this, this is going to be the podcast where you get more than 4,000 viewers. So just let me know <laughs> when you go. want to do part two. And, hey, oh, yeah. Beer City is going to be – it's going to be loud. Be ready. If we win Beer City – we got to get you back on. Or if we get to the finals, Championship Sunday Beer City, you got to come on next week. So I hope Just, so. You, 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 it, does, it doesn't matter. When we, after the amount of fun we have in Beer City, people will be wanting us to come on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, James, say hi to Anna. I will. I'll I see will. you in a week. Okay. All see right. ya. Thanks, Bye. buddy. Bye.